It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. I'm Ari. This is having a night. And we just had a night. We are in full-on recovery mode right now, ladies and gentlemen. We had quite a celebratory night last night at Sophie's abode. Mm-hmm. One too many whore waters. Need I say more? Yeah. And that's what today's episode is all about. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So if we're talking a little slow, and my voice is raspier than usual. It's a hair of the dog, guys. Right? Come on. Yeah. So we had a night last night because we threw a big taco night at my apartment with a bunch of the people who have been on this podcast, a bunch of our guests. Yeah. Um, and just kind of as a way to say thank you, but also our fantastic friend Thomas Bruno, um, French photographer. What more do I need to say? Came, he took photos of it, and it was so fun because we realized that sometimes our Instagram looks like maybe we only have dinner parties, the two of us, but like we do actually have other just, friends. <laughs> we work with him to prove to everyone that we have friends. We're so desperate. Yeah. <laughs> like we need to we need to pay someone to show people that we have friends. That's how far we've come. <laughs> yes. It's hey, it's the way of the digital world. Uh, but That's it's what social like, media has done. Okay, so we had it was a fourteen person dinner party. Yeah. But it was very last minute. So we should say that. We sent out these invitations via email to mostly people who had been on the podcast or contributed to the show in some way. We sent them out last Thursday for a Wednesday night dinner party. Yeah. So I feel like that's not super quick turnaround if it's a small group. But Mm -hmm. to wrangle 14 people, that's pretty quick turnaround. But turnaround we did. Um, (laughs) So, but because of that, we also... You know, we wanted it to feel celebratory. We wanted it to feel fun. We wanted it to feel abundant. So we decided to yeah. do taco night. We also, we've, you know, we had recently done an episode about, um, it wasn't on a dime. Yeah. So kind of in that spirit, wanted to see if we could keep our prices down. And but people, I feel like we didn't even do it super intentionally. And yet we really kept them down. Yeah. Or like, I think I was needling. I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's but I mean, yeah. But we weren't looking for recipes specifically no. to keep prices down. No. Okay, not. we fed 14 people for 130 bucks. Yeah. Which I'd say is pretty good. Yeah. And we didn't, we really bought most of our ingredients because even in our On a Dime episode, we, we cheated a bunch and we used a lot of things from our pantries. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk what was the menu. Set the scene. We had 
Any appetizers? Chips and guac, of Chips course. Chips and guac, made by Guac Guy, a.k.a. Ari and Sophie. Because we are all Guac Guy. Yes. Hashtag, I am Guac Guy, you are Guac Guy. We have all been Guac Guy. Thank you to Ben Kramer for for his <laughs> We Are All Guac, guac guy. guy post. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, we had our guac, we had our whore water. We had, like, classic having a night staples. Yep. Uh, I did a chicken tinga de pollo. I, we... We, sorry. <laughs> Guys, there's no so infighting funny. between Ari and I. It turns out we turns out we hate each other. We did a chicken tinga de pollo done in a sous vide, which was a recipe that I had gotten from Cooks Illustrated because I was thinking about I was thinking about doing a carnitas, but you have to do that in the oven and then you have to shred it and then you have to broil it and it just felt like such a production. And because I knew that I wasn't gonna have that much time, I thought a sous vide situation would be so much easier. Great recipe. So it's chicken thighs. I mean, I must say, like, I, to me, that feels more intimidating than doing something, like, slow in the oven and then it's just, you know, whatever. Yeah, to each their true. own. Like, to each their own. For so- something about a sous vide, even though I have one as well, even though it's just a machine that can do it slow and you put it all in a bag, something about putting it in the bag, I just, I don't know. It's like, To me, that adds an ep- extra step. That I usually avoid. That's so interesting. Because to me, it's like, oh, it's one step. To me, it feels like one step. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I think that that makes it so much easier. And then I just don't have to worry because you just tip it out. No, it's good for me because now I'll use my sous vide more. It's like it was it's an intimidating thing that I need to use more. Anyhow, so that was our it was the chicken tinga uh, main event. Yes. Flour tortillas, corn tortillas. And as I admitted to Sophie, and because I knew she was the same, I love a, a flour I'm tortilla. I'm a closeted flour tortilla lover. Listen, it's like I love Chipotle. The closer I can get to Chipotle in my own home, I do the better. too. If they want to sponsor us, I know that they've gotten some flack in the past. We have always been diehard die hard Chipotle, Chipotle lovers. lovers. <laughs> I was when they opened their location in New Haven. Oh. We were there in grad school. I was there like. You know, for the cutting of the ribbon. I cut the ribbon. (laughs) The way that we heat up the tortillas, because the last time that I did a taco night, I wasn't quite sure how to heat up tortillas, so I did them in the oven, and then they all dried out. So you have to wrap them five or fewer at a time. The recipe was very clear. The recipe, the directions, whatever. Five or fewer at a time in tinfoil in an oven at 350. 350. Although your oven, does your oven run hot? Yes. Yeah. So I turned it down. Yeah. And then, but we did them all and then just took out the ones that we wanted and we put them in a little bamboo steamer pot to serve. So it kind of kept them nice and fluffy. And And our friend Tom Schmidt was there uh, who really knows his way around a kitchen and he wrapped, took them out of the tinfoil, wrapped them just in a kitchen towel. Yeah. Which obviously, kitchen towel then in the steamer, and so they really stayed really nice and moist the entire night for like four hours. Yeah, but— It was a long night, folks. It was. So chicken tinga de pollo, whore water, flour corn tortillas. We did a pineapple salsa with roasted poblano peppers and scallions. Mm -hmm. We did a very classic pico de gallo, so that's tomatoes, onions, jalapeno, lime juice. Cilantro. Cilantro. Um, we did classic guac. Obviously, the only ingredients you need are lime, jalapeno, cilantro, onion, avocados, mm-hmm. chips, chips. Yes. Um, rice. Yes. 
which I had then taken some of the water that drained from the tomatoes for the pico de gallo and stirred it in with the rice when it was done. Yummy. And <laughs> nose to tail. Black beans. Yeah. And popsicles. And popsicles. Paletas. And that was it. Oh, shaved we radishes. Yeah, we did shaved Pickled radishes. Onions. I made a really big slaw, which mm-hmm. I just think is like always a nice thing to have. In fact, I have leftovers. I will be eating it for dinner. Um, slaw, pickled onions, shaved radishes, cheese, sour cream. And there, you got it. Right. Oh, corn. Oh, my God. We made corn. Like a, 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 lote. a lote. Yeah. Which is just, you can do it grilled, but we wanted to do it fast, so we boiled it. Well, we'll get into this later. So Our, that was yeah. the menu. That was the menu. But, and then we had to go shopping, and we were smart. We went. We both had like a few hours two days ago, so the day before the dinner party, and we wanted to shop to get things out of the way, because often that takes way more time than you think it will be, and then so does the prepping. So we shopped together. I love shopping with you. I and love some, shopping you know, with you. It's we have such a fun time, and we got to play my favorite game, which is... Pin the tail on the duck. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm five years old at heart. Um, is this fruit heavy for its size? Oh, that is a really good game. You have to play it with oranges. You really have to play it with oranges. But the oranges. thing is, every recipe or food article you read about like how to tell something's ripeness, in this case, pineapple for the pineapple slaw... It's like, yeah, you can smell it, but really, is it heavy for its size? And is, you're like, I don't know. Is it I don't like juice? lift pineapples all the time. But I think it's like when you look at it and then you pick it up, or you're like, whoa. Or you're like, I mean, oh. yes. But then, like, so that I'm always at a place where I'm there for like 20 minutes in front of the pineapple pile. Because you've got one in each arm because you think you're like a human scale, but you're not. Like, it's impossible to really tell, like, it's does it work? <laughs> but it did work because we chose a great pineapple. Yeah, we did. So. It worked. We adopted a very sweet pineapple. <laughs> you came home with us. Very bright future. Um, so we got everything pretty we, much. We even bought garlic and onions, usually things we would have in the pantry. Yeah. So the only things that I had. You had uh, sour cream. No. I oh, you had that old moldy sour Guys, cream. I had a sour cream that for some reason, I guess the last time I looked at it, I was like, wow, it's past its due date, but it's still hanging on. So in my head, it was like. Like Parmesan cheese, where it's like you can oh, basically no. leave it forever and scrape it off. Oh, I opened it yesterday. You had a science experiment. <laughs> oh you were God. going to the science fair. So I did not have the sour cream. I did not have cheese. I only had cumin, smoked paprika, obviously olive oil. Did you have rice or did we buy it? No, I bought rice. Wow. I yeah. can't believe we kept it down to we even bought bacon for, for the beans. What is that per person? Well, it was, we were 14 people and it was, yeah, 135. I will say that we did not <laughs> buy alcohol. Other people brought alcohol. Obviously, alcohol would have raised it by probably 60 bucks. Yeah. But well, we're looking at like $9 a person, $10 yeah, a person. Yeah. And it was so good. Guess what, Sophie? What? We have a website. Oh, I'm so excited about it. If you go on our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. And we're going to be in your mailbox. What do you say? Bi-weekly? Once a month? Does bi-weekly mean once every other week or two times a week? No one knows. No one knows. It's one of the greatest mysteries of the universe. That and black holes. (laughs) So go to havinganightpodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, and of course, listen and subscribe. What did we decide to prep the day before? We did... 
Well, we just kind of did our mise en place. We it chopped was, all of the onions, the jalapenos. We did not chop the cilantro because public service announcement, if you pre-chop an herb, it kind of gets dry and it, it loses flavor. So kind of it's a pain in the ass, but leave them for the last minute. So we, we were feeling very chefy. We bought out, brought out like a <laughs> bunch of my Tupperware mm-hmm. and we put like all of our onions, onions in one. Also, Ari is just a master chopper, so very, very finely, Thank finely you. chopped onions. I'm a woman of few skills. skills. One is chopping. We uh, pre-did the poblano. Uh-huh. I set my beans out because I did them in a slow cooker, so they were dried beans. I bought them in bulk. I brought my own bags. Guys, bring your own bags. I brought them, bought them in bulk, put them in the slow cooker, so instead of having to soak them, they basically soaked as they cooked. Yeah. I have to say, I thought those beans were really good. I did, too. I I shaved the cabbage, and I salted it, because when you make a slaw, you want to pre-salt the cabbage so that it wilts a little bit and so that it releases some of its water. Yeah. Um, so it was really just a mise en place, and then I woke up the next morning, and I did start cooking at 9.30 a.m. I can't lie to you. But that's also because I'm, like, a real make-ahead kind of a person, mm-hmm. as Ari knows. Like, if it were Ari, I think you would have started at, like, 4 and been totally fine, but I had to start at 9.30 because I also had to insert... Three leaves into my table to make it grow to the size that it needed to be. Yeah, but then I got there at 3.30 and everything was done. So, like, you could have slept in a little bit if you wanted. No, I'm saying I'm a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, but we did, I think, a good job. We did most of the prep. And then I did, like, I, Sophie left and I stayed at her apartment on, um, Tuesday, and I did the, like, the sofrito for the beans. And, um, we didn't chop the pineapple because we wanted it to give, to give it an extra day of ripening in case it was not yet ripe. And I feel like you also, we didn't want to prep it too early because then it would have released its, its juices. juices. Yeah. Same with the pico. Yeah. So Tuesday, I basically, I kind of made myself a schedule. So like I prepped all of the stuff that needed to just be prepped before cooking. So for instance, like the the recipe for the chicken was like fire roasted tomatoes and like a chipotle sauce and like all kinds of stuff. And so I prepped all of that without and then just mixed it with the chicken before putting it into the sous vide. And like I did my rice because my rice cooker will keep it warm and the beans were already out. They were doing their thing. And then kind of the rest of it could relax. So I had time to arrange flowers. Yeah, set the table. Set the table, do all of that stuff. Things and then our last minute stuff was really assembling the pico, doing the guac, doing the pineapple salsa. We did our corn last minute. Yeah, so I came over with the corn because I had a freak out because Sophie and I, this is like the one thing we always disagree about is I think there won't be enough food and Sophie thinks there will be the correct amount of food. So I came over with the corn because I thought, oh no, will we have enough food? Because we got five pounds of chicken for 14 people and maybe I'm a crazy glutton, but the other night I had had three people over, so between the four of us, we had eaten two pounds of chicken. So I was like, this is not enough chicken. Anyway, I brought the corn, because I thought it'd also be cute just to break it up besides tacos and toppings and chips and guac to have like a little half corn on the cob, a lote situation. And Ari was totally in the right. People really liked it. Oh, I think they were all gone. They were all gone. Yeah. Well, I think also people always love um, something that feels hands-on. I mean, a taco does, but corn just, it feels summery. It feels festive. It feels like street foody. Yeah. What was also nice about this meal was that no silver you only really. needed a fork. You know, if you wanted rice and beans, you needed a fork. Otherwise, you could just 
taco it. Although my tacos kept getting soggy. Me in too. A good way. In a good I was way. totally happy. In the best uh, way. And then Ari had bought these really yummy popsicles. Oh my god. Yeah. Guava and coconut popsicles. Those were good. Yeah. I get to go home after this and maybe eat one. There's more left? Yeah. I think there's like four. Wow. Um, whore water. Then I made like another, when the whore water ran out, I made another batch of margaritas just sort of, you know, freeform, mixology Jake style. Um, <laughs> Just, I had some leftover lime juice, Cointreau, tequila. That's it. Yeah. Um, and it was a, it was a, such a success, you guys. It was so much fun. I love when a night ends with me giving people readings from my animal spirit cards. Oh, I saw that that was or happening. Or pulling out a sextrology book just to sort of think about your compatibility with another person sexually. Yeah. Sophie has a piano, so there was some live music yes. happening. It really became... And a fun night, a bunch of people who didn't necessarily know each other coming together and just, yeah, eating chicken tinga tacos. No one had a food allergy, which was a plus. Well, that we know of, but I it's mean, true. Not having a real food yeah. allergy is muy helpful. Yeah. And I just, to do just one kind of taco, I'm always like, oh, no, I have to do at least two. But you can just do one, and I think all having the the two to three salsa situation yeah. and the topping. So we put all of the, this is a great tip. We put all of the cold toppings, everything that could go on top on the table. And we had a 14 person, amazing, beautiful, huge table. And so divided everything in two. So at one half of the table, you had sour cream, cheese, both salsas, um, some slaw, pickled onions, shaved radishes, and yeah. then mirrored on the, the other side of the table, salt, so you didn't have to get up all the time. I mean, I was just yeah. thinking, remember uh, in math when you would learn about, like, factorials? Of course. You'd have, like, eight exclamation point. So this was like, it was like a factorial situation where, sure, you only made one <laughs> kind block. of meat. Hold on. Okay. Keep going, and then I turned <laughs> it right around. One kind of meat, but, uh -huh. like, you could make a million different meals because you had a factorial of so many things because of how many yes. options there were on the yes. table. Yes. I'm... <laughs> I love factorials, and I love using them in metaphors about other things in everyday life. Yes. And I think it's, like, the only thing about math that has stuck with me. <laughs> and maybe it's because you just reminded me that it, it has an exclamation, an exclamation point. point. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's the symbol for it. And I probably just thought that was, like, hilarious in fifth eight. grade. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Five. <laughs> wow. So, oh, I want to talk about music. So I— You had a moment of panic. Well, I didn't have a moment of panic. I'm trying, that, to, I'm trying to ratchet up the drama I here. I had a moment of panic. I'm trying so, to make it seem like this night wasn't going to happen, and then it did. Oh, you saved the day. Fuck, you're so right. We just did a I Love My 90s Hip Hop uh, playlist. Yeah. Which was fine. I think it was at the right level. It could have been a little bit louder. I agree. Wow. Yeah. You agree on this. Wow. Yeah. I just, I felt like it was a little too much backgroundy, which, like, if it's jazz, it's fine because you just hear a little, like, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, but with hip hop, it's like you kind of want to hear it. You want to know that you're in the scene. Yeah. You want to, like, get your blood pumping or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it a great was, musical choice. Thank you. And kind of, we were all around the same age. So it was, like, very nostalgic in a specific way for everyone. True. A great, beautiful spring night, too. Great light in the apartment. You know what was nice about yesterday? Because mm. it was a sous vide situation and like there was nothing really that needed to be on the stove was that we actually had time to really get dressed before Tomas came over. That's true. Which is rare for us. So we like had time to really do our makeup. Like It was planned in such a way. Sophie. Because I started at 930 
that we could actually put on makeup and do our hair. Yeah. Oh, but how would you tell our listeners who don't have a sous vide machine like how to make that that chicken recipe? Could you just do it on the stovetop and just let it on a low simmer? Could yeah, you could probably do it on a low simmer. So it was 180 degrees Fahrenheit for three to five hours. So first, I browned the chicken. It's on Cooks Illustrated. I think Cooks Illustrated is like one of the most reliable recipe websites slash magazines. But it does cost money to it does to view the recipes. Yeah, but it's also one of the only. I find it reliable in a way that I'm like, oh, I could only use that as my, as a recipe. Sure, yeah. Book, what go to, whatever. Yeah, like, it's like your dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Encyclopedia. Yeah. It, it's so it's so encyclopedic and it's so reliable. Have I said that adjective 15 times? Probably. Whatever. Anyway, so you could do it. So you brown the chicken and then you make this sauce. You puree the sauce and then you pour it over the chicken. So you could, if you have um. A heat diffuser on your stove, and if your stove runs not super hot, you could probably put it on a heat diffuser and leave it at a low, not even a simmer. That's the problem. It's not quite at a simmer. So as low, low, low as you go, and on a heat diffuser, you could probably do it for sure. Yeah. And if your oven, here's a tip, if your oven doven't or oven stove doesn't get too low, you can buy, probably for cheap or maybe even somehow kind of fashion your own, something to raise... um, the pot up off the burner a little bit more and it won't get, you can get it lower. Because That's sometimes what, my, what a diffuser does. Yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah. Were there any misses, hits or misses of the evening? How dirty do you want to get? Let's get dirty. Well, I don't know. I think there were, I, I think mostly all hits. I would say that one hit miss combo mm. is that our friend, discovered that I quite openly have a piano mm-hmm. and he started playing, which was so great because I'm always waiting for people to play the piano. First song was upbeat. Second song was Radiohead. Third song. Third song was Radiohead. Yeah. You're right. He played an awesome song of his own that was really wonderful and beautiful. Yeah. Um, but Radiohead really tamps down the energy. Yeah. It but it was also kind of funny mood. because it, the mood. it was not the mood, but Sorry. it was also, I think, kind of funny because then everybody was sort of like, damn, Radiohead, really? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and we're drunk enough to, like, make fun. But yeah. uh, that was, I felt like, a very, also, it can help make a night so idiosyncratic, right? It's not just like, you know, it felt like there was a real exactly. a moment in time. Exactly. And that's why when he started to play the piano, because he was... I mean, Justin so is amazing. He, I don't even know if he asked. He was just like went up over there and started to play. And I don't know how many dinner parties do you go to where someone just starts playing the piano. I, I, I don't. It was yes, totally really great. special. Um, I don't think there were any misses in terms of the food. I think we maybe the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is maybe we bought too much shredded cheese. We probably could have gone with one bag. True. So yeah, but I always cheese. like to have extra cheese. I ate a lot you of the do? cheese. Oh, yeah. I love a cheesy, like, I love a quesadilla. Oh, here's my favorite part of the night. At the end of the night, when almost everybody was gone, yes. Ari and I made quesadillas. Rather, Tomas made me a quesadilla. And did Chris make you a quesadilla? Yes, he did. It's great. So, dish. Perfect way to end a night. And I'm telling you, I woke up this morning, like, wanting another one. I uh, thought they were so good. And I, like... Sometimes I just get so excited when we're hosting. I don't, it's like my wedding. I don't eat enough because I'm talking to people and I'm running around and I just wanted to keep 
eating everything. I was so, I gave myself what I call puddle tummy, which is basically at the end of the night, I had eaten so much, and then I chugged two glasses of water, and my stomach turned into a pond. I was in so much pain. I called my boyfriend. He's in in Nigeria. I saw the boiling going, oh, it's like, it's not even, nothing's happening in my stomach. It's just sitting there like a pond. Oh, my God. Just like a pond of stagnant water. How drunk were you last night? I was my perfect amount of drunk, which was pretty drunk when people started to get there because I like to drink while I'm prepping and as the party starts. And then so I eat and I'm no longer drunk and then I kind of just stop drinking. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I'm not I've never been like a nightcap person. I don't like I'm not continuing to drink when I'm full of food. So it evens out. That's really nice. See, I'm not a nightcap person. Like if I'm out and then I get home, I would never have a drink at the end of the night. Right. I would like a. I love for a night to just keep going. Yeah. Into eternity, until sunrise. But like if once I get home, it's over. Yeah. But I was home. Um, And I think I mean, I'm one of those people. It's like, yeah, I Sophie orders her first drink. But the second, the first drink orders the second drink, and from there on, it's just like goodbye. So, yeah. I was not super drunk. I was surprised. Like I felt pretty decent the entire night. Yeah. But I think it helped that it was like really cocktails that we were drinking. That it was like margaritas instead of wine. Like wine, I can just pour, pour, pour. Right. Whereas a margarita, like you feel it a little more. So yeah. I felt adequately paced. We really had a night. I would say that all 14 of us properly had a goddamn night. That's right. And you can see photos of it on our Instagram at having a night. Yeah, we're going to start to post them when we get them back from Tom. Yeah. Thomas to mom. And uh, if you guys want to throw a taco party. Pick one protein. Get a corn tortilla. Get a flour tortilla. Whole bunch of sides. Whole bunch of salsas. Make a slaw. One cocktail. Boom. Boom. That is so easy. And buy your popsicles. It's so much easier than like having to throw in a whole other thingamajig. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. And special thanks to everyone who came to our party last night. Hugely. Yeah, you made our night. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Hey, guys. To see pictures of some of our favorite recipes, tablescapes, or debaucherous evenings, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at havinganight.com. 